0: Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hi, this is Deanna again with the Not Lukewarm Podcast, and today's topic is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is with us from the very, very beginning of Scripture and of the creation of the world. I'm going to read to you just this one brief verse from Genesis. This is Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form or shape, with darkness over the abyss and a mighty wind sweeping over the waters. That mighty wind, my friends, that mighty wind is the Holy Spirit. So from the very beginning of creation, the Holy Spirit has been with us. So now, as, as we have learned, the, the Holy Spirit, is the third person of the Blessed Trinity. And so uh, we've talked about God the Father, we've talked about God the Son, and now we come to God the Holy Spirit, again, the third person of the Trinity. And so when we look at the Trinity, we think, well, do we need all three of these people? Well, we do. We, we absolutely, totally do. And the Holy Spirit is really completes the three people makes everything come together as we're going to see in a very nice little complete package, because it's God, and God is always good and complete, right? So so we see God, uh, the Holy Spirit in the very beginning of creation, as I said. And then we see him again. We see the Spirit again in Exodus. So in Exodus 13, 21-22, the people are leaving uh, Egypt and they need a way to get out and they're afraid and they need guidance. And so the Lord comes to them in a pillar of a great cloud, And of great fire. And I'm going to read that to you because it is so beautiful to see what God did for the Israelites. The Lord preceded them in the daytime by means of a column of cloud to show them the way, and at night by means of a column of fire to give them light. Thus they could travel both day and night. Neither the column of cloud by day nor the column of fire by night ever left its place in front of the people. When I read that, I think, wow, look at how good God is. He sent guidance in the form of the spirit, in the form of a cloud, in the form of fire to guide the Israelites. And you know what? The good news is that that Holy Spirit is here for us today. Just as the Holy Spirit was there then for the Israelites and at the present beginning of creation. And so let's fast forward a couple of thousand years to the New Testament and we again see the Holy Spirit coming to to Mary and t- saying to Mary, the, overshadowing Mary. Uh, the angel says, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you and you will give birth to the Messiah. And that is from Luke 1.35. And so we again see the power of the Holy Spirit, that Jesus is conceived through the power of the Holy Spirit. And then Jesus is is made ready for mission, right? He's going to be sending himself. He's, Jesus sends himself out on mission. And to do that, he goes through baptism with John the Baptist and at his baptism, we see that the heaven was opened. And then Luke 3, it says, And the Holy Spirit descended upon him, which is Jesus, in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And so the Holy Spirit is right there present at the beginning of Jesus' ministry and, of course, stays with him always stays with him always, just as he stays with us. And so as we look through, we look, God sent us Jesus. We sent. He sent us his son. And then Jesus promised us, first the apostles, but through the apostles, he promised us that the Holy Spirit would come and remain forever in his church. And so in baptism, we are given the Holy Spirit. And that sacrament makes us be a part of the Trinity in a sense, right? So we we get a share of the divinity of the Trinity when we are baptized, when the Holy Spirit is given to us in baptism. And then on Pentecost, we see that after the apostles have been waiting in fear of what's going to happen, and finally at Pentecost, they are given a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit that comes through the upper room like tongues of fire in wind and rests upon them and gives them the strength and the courage and the wherewithal to go out and preach the good news of Jesus Christ. And so the Holy Spirit, he takes what Jesus has done, which has saved us. So the fancy word is Jesus' salvific work right? He makes that salvific work effective in our lives. In other words, it gives us what we need to go and spread the good news. And I'm not suggesting that you have to get on a street corner with a sandwich board or go stand in the town square, unless that's your calling, then go ahead and do that. But It's in our everyday daily lives that we go about sharing the love that Jesus has given us and the gifts that God has given us with other people. And it's the Holy Spirit that gives us the ability to do that. The other big job that the Holy Spirit has is that his job is to guide and protect and sanctify or make holy the church. So when we look at the Holy Spirit, we think, all right, well, one image I already, I've given you a couple of images of the Holy Spirit, right? There's the image of the wind. When God breathes on the water, He there's a mighty wind that goes. And so wind is a sign of the Holy Spirit. Fire is a sign of the Holy Spirit. A cloud can also be a sign of the Holy Spirit. In the most famous painting uh, from Leonardo da Vinci in the Sistine Chapel with the, with the hand of God, and you see the... You can't see it unless you get a close-up of the image, right? Um, But uh, of the finger of God reaching out and touching the world and coming into being. So the finger of God is also a sign of the Holy Spirit. And light is a sign of the Holy Spirit. And often in sacraments, in particular in confirmation and baptism, we see oil as a sign of the Spirit. We are anointed with oil. Holy oil, and that oil uh, typically will have some sort of a smell, a very nice smell on it. And so, we that anointing with oil is also a sign of the Holy Spirit. So, all of that, all of those are beautiful, beautiful signs and symbols of the Holy Spirit. So, we have the Holy Spirit, we know the Holy Spirit, we see that the Holy Spirit is necessary. What else does the Holy Spirit? Do What are his other roles in 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 the Trinity? So one is is that the Holy Spirit is with us. The Holy Spirit is within us and stands with us. The Holy Spirit consoles us when we are in need of consolation, when things are not going well. The Holy Spirit draws us closer to Christ. The Holy Spirit can also convict us as needed of our sin. And so the Holy Spirit works in us as much as we allow the Spirit to work in us. The Holy Spirit gives us hope. And some of the different titles of the Holy Spirit are Counselor, Giver of Life, Paraclete, Source of Goodness, Spirit of Truth. I think for me the spirit of truth is so important because that's when we see right from wrong in ourselves and then also in how in general we are supposed to live our lives. So all of those are ways that we can see and know the holy spirit. So in the in the Catholic Church we have two big ways in which we talk about the holy spirit sometimes. We talk about the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So the gifts of the Holy Spirit come from Isaiah, and chapter 11, uh, verses 1 and 2. And I'm not going to read the verses. I'm just going to tell you the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And those are wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, and fear of the Lord. And so those are all the gifts of the Holy Spirit that we receive and then are c- receive at baptism and then we are sealed with those gifts in the sacrament of confirmation and then the fruits of the holy spirit come from saint paul's letter to the galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23 and those are charity or love joy peace patience kindness generosity faithfulness gentleness, and self-control. And the Catechism of the Catholic Church has also added three others to those uh, of goodness, modesty, and chastity. And I will also drop a link in the show notes to uh, the book that I have written, which is a Bible study on the fruits of the Holy Spirit, if you're interested in learning more about that. So we talk about the gifts of the Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit. We have talked about... uh, different roles of the Holy Spirit. And now just to talk a little bit about uh, who is the Holy Spirit. like Where did the Holy Spirit originate from? Where does he come from? And so we saw that he's throughout the Old Testament, throughout the New Testament. And really, the Holy Spirit is the love or the fullness of the love between the Father and the Son. Because there is so much love between the Father and the Son that it has to go somewhere, right? And so the Holy Spirit then comes out of that love And the Holy Spirit then becomes a source of our hope and not only guides and protects and sanctifies the church, but guides, protects, and sanctifies and makes us holy as well. And so it's just a matter of trying all the time to remember to call on the Holy Spirit, to rely on the Spirit for what we need, and to not... Uh, not be afraid to call on the Spirit because that really is the role of the Holy Spirit to just constantly reach out to us and abide in us so that we have what we need to be the wonderful Christians that we are, sharing the good news of Christ with everyone that we meet everywhere that we are going. So that's really what we are looking for when we think about why should we rely on the Holy Spirit? Because that's specifically who Jesus left with his disciples, with his apostles. He said, I will send you the Spirit, the Spirit of Truth who will be with you always. And so just as the Spirit of Truth was with the apostles, so too he is with us. But always we have to ask. You know, God is willing to give us Great and wonderful gifts. The Holy Spirit is ready to to help us move and act in our lives, but we have to ask. And that then is going to bring us to our not lukewarm challenge for this week. Um, I'm going to suggest a prayer to you that really asks the Holy Spirit to enter into your life on a regular basis. So this is a prayer to say every day. Really, before you start your day, so whether this needs to be uh, put by your coffee pot, whether you need to put it by your toothbrush, you need to find a place for it. Save it on your as your screensaver on your phone, your computer, wherever it is you do your prayers. So uh, I'm going to combine the challenge with a gift. So uh, on the in the show notes, you will find a link to be able to download a prayer card that I'm going to create for you uh, with this prayer of St. Augustine's to the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to go ahead and, and pray that prayer now together. So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Breathe in me, O Holy Spirit, that my thoughts may all be holy. Act in me, O Holy Spirit, that my work too may be holy. Draw my heart, O Holy Spirit, that I love but what is holy. Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, to defend all that is holy. Guard me then, O Holy Spirit, that I always may be holy. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Again, that's a prayer from St. Augustine. And I just love the way it just goes through my thoughts, my actions, my heart, what do I need help with, you know, how am I going to take what life throws at me today and put it into a situation that is going to give God glory, so whatever life throws at you, we have to try, right, we want to try to react in a way that says, yes, I am a Christian, yes, I believe the Holy Spirit is in me, and more importantly, I believe the Holy Spirit is in you. So when we, when we frame our responses with that belief system, saying the Holy Spirit is in me and the Holy Spirit is in you, then I think it's going to guide us in a way to be a little bit more kind and patient and loving toward others, even if we have to do something that is unpleasant. Okay, So it's really just that idea that ask the Holy Spirit to be with us. Because if we ask, He will be there. And if we ask, He will come and strengthen us and lead us to the things that we need to be doing and saying and in the best way possible, which is so, so important. So that's our Not Lukewarm Challenge this week, which is to... um, pray this Holy Spirit prayer of St. Augustine's, and I hope you enjoy the download, and I hope you enjoy the prayer, and even more importantly than enjoying it, I hope that it does draw you closer to the Holy Spirit and to living the kind of life that you want to live, which I hope, of course, is to always live not lukewarm. So have a wonderful, wonderful week. Live not lukewarm, and I will see you again. God bless you all.